Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. We keep ticking up on those jersey numbers and we are all the way up to jersey number 86. And today we discuss the best NFL players that wore jersey 86 and come up with a top 10 to boot. And it's all coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PixieAndDispatch.com, your portal to positive football history. And today, we go into the jersey numbers, and we're up to 86. Just like we said in the intro, jersey number 86. Can you believe we've come this far, this fast? Well, the NFL is full of great legends, and Jersey number 86 has its fair share of great players that grace the football fields that uh, had the shield on them because uh, these guys are phenomenal. And I think you're going to be really impressed with the group that we are going to be discussing today. Well, we'll start off where we always do, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They tell us there was three players enshrined in Canton, Ohio that wore jersey number 86 during their career. And that's Buck Buchanan, who wore it for 13 seasons. Dante Lavelli, who wore it for five seasons with the 86 and James Lofton, who wore it just one year, and that was in 1989. Now, we'll go through each one of these these gentlemen and uh, talk about them a little bit and to see if they'll make our top 10 list. So we'll start off with Buck Buchanan. You know, what a great player Buck Buchanan was. He was born on September 10th, 1939. This uh, podcast is airing on September 10th, so you may have saw this in our Football History Headlines, uh, the uh, best of podcast here we are for the September 10th. But Buck Buchanan's birthday, happy birthday, Buck Buchanan. He was a defensive tackle from Grambling State University. And what a big body for the day, weighing at 267 pounds. But Buck was very agile for his size, as he was clocked with a 4.9 second time in a 40-yard dash. And 10.2 seconds in the 100-yard dash. Buck went on to play in the AFL and the NFL as part of the defensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs. During the 1967 season, the six-foot-seven defender knocked down 16 pass attempts by opposing quarterbacks. He was a member of the Super Bowl IV winning Kansas City team. For his dominant play, Mr. Buchanan was selected to both the College Football Hall of Fame and the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, by the voters. And you know, like we said, he was just phenomenal. Eight Pro Bowls, four Pro Bowls uh, in the AFL and NFL. 
Super Bowl championship as we discussed, and two times as an AFL champion as well. Now, Buck Buchanan did a great defensive tackle. Uh, coming in the league in 1963 with Kansas City in 1975 was his final season, and uh, Played a lot of games there, did not miss many. A few near the end of his career and a few at the beginning of his career, and that's about it. Very stable, very sturdy, wore 86 his entire career, 13 seasons, and uh, Buck Buchanan is going on to our list of greatest number 86s in NFL history. Now, Dante Lavelli, he's another one we want to talk about here. This player was also known by the nickname of Glue Fingers. Incredibly, Lavelli is reported to have played only three college games before he served in the U.S. Infantry and then turned professional after his tour of duty was complete. How could this be attractive to pro franchises with so little of college resume, you might ask? Well, his coach at Ohio State was one guy named Paul Brown, who remembered the sure-handed freshman in 1946 when assembling the new Cleveland Browns team in 1946's inaugural season of the AAFC, Brown looked up Lavelli, and according to Gluefinger's bio on the Pro Football Hall of Fame's website, to make the Browns, he had to beat up four more experienced and highly regarded candidates. But Dante not only prevailed, he led the league in receptions and won all AAFC honors in his rookie season. He also caught the winning touchdown pass in the first AAFC championship game between the Browns and the New York Yankees. And Dante made all AAFC again in 1947, and after the Browns moved into the NFL in 1950, Lavelli was twice uh, All-NFL and started in three of the first five Pro Bowl games played. He finished his Pro Bowl career, Pro Football career, with 386 catches and 62 touchdowns. And Dante Lavelli was enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1979. Like we said, he had three Pro Bowls, three NFL championships, four AAFC championships, and all-1940s team, uh, decade team for those great Cleveland Browns teams back then. and But he wore 86 for only five years. Uh, and that was the last five years, 1952 to 1956. Uh, remember, 1952, the NFL put in that uh, uh, jersey number rule where only people 50 through 79 could wear the, uh, on the had to be on the interior line to wear that and some defense alignment and the backs and ends well they had to go to uh, other numbers and 86 was chosen by Lavelli his last five years so uh, if it wasn't for that rule, he probably would have been a 56. And I think we did talk about him in the jersey number 56s. Uh, we'll put him on standby five seasons in that, but what a great career Lavelli had. Now, James Lofton, remember, he only wore the uh, jersey for one year, and that was in 1989 when he was a member of the uh, Buffalo Bills in his very first uh, season and uh, with the Bills. And then uh, cho- chose to go back to his more recognizable number 80. Somebody must have had that when he first joined the Bills, and uh, they pro- the team probably cut or traded him where he had to buy the number out from the uh, other individual. But he went back to 80 with Buffalo, but he was 80 with the Raiders, 80 with Green Bay. And you know, like we said, you know, before in the number 80 series, uh, he was a Hall of Famer, eight-time Pro Bowl or one-time All-Pro, and any, you know, the jersey number 80, no problem. He would make that uh, all day long, and he did make our list. But uh, with one season under his wing with the with the number 86, I'm not so sure. We will come back and talk about James Lofton. Um, 
another great uh, player, one of my favorites in uh, pro football history. And, uh, you know, because I'm a black and gold fan through and through. And that's Heinz Ward. You know, what a great wide receiver. I came out of the University of Georgia as a quarterback, was their starting quarterback there. And the Steelers decided to convert him into a wide receiver. And what a wise move that was. Because uh, all this guy did was uh, have four Pro Bowls and won two Super Bowls while wearing that number 86 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. In 1998, it was a rookie year. I uh, came in the league with the Steelers and retired after the 2011 season. Uh, during his career, he had 1,000 receptions right on the nose, 12,083 yards, 12.1 yards per reception, 85 touchdowns. Uh, Steelers leader in that category, I believe. Uh, possibly uh, Antonio Brown passed that. I, I should have looked that up beforehand, but I, I know he was the leader when he retired. Um, just a tremendous uh, player, and uh, I think we're going to make it pretty easy to put, uh, with his 14 seasons, to put Heinz Ward second on our list list here. Uh, Stanley Morgan, another great number 86, uh, played the game so very well with such athleticism at the wide receiver position for the New England Patriots. In 1977, he came in the league. He left the Patriots after the 1989 season, played one final year with the Indianapolis Colts in 1990. Uh, 557 receptions, 10,716 yards, and 19.2 yards per catch. Pretty good uh, distance there. 72 TDs, 86 his entire career career four Pro Bowls I think Stanley Morgan is another one that's going to go right to the top and go right on our list as our third player in now here's some uh, players maybe we'll have to question a little bit Boyd Dowler I did not recognize this name when I first saw it but Boyd he played uh, from 1959 through the 1969 season with the Green Bay Packers as uh, their great uh, flanker and split end and wide receiver and then played in 1971 season with the Washington Redskins. And he had 474 receptions, 7,270 yards, 15.3 yards per catch, 40 touchdowns, a five-time NFL champion, all 1960s team, two Super Bowl championships to go with those five NFL championships, two Pro Bowls, Boyd Dowler. He's going to be a hard one to keep off this list, but I think we'll keep him on standby here, and uh, we'll come back to him and see if we can uh, get him on that list. Gary Collins, another great uh, NFL player. Uh, just um, you know, great, uh, great reaction times and great uh, flexibility and athleticism for Gary. And he uh, came into the league as a flanker, wide receiver, and also a punter. Very interesting. 1962 with the Cleveland Browns. Played with the Browns all the way through the 1971 season. Uh, two Pro Bowls, one-time NFL champion, all 1960s decade team, wearing that number 86. He had 331 receptions, a little over 50, uh, just under 5,300 yards in uh, receiving, 16 yards per catch, and 70 touchdowns. Very formidable weapon for the uh, Cleveland Browns, Gary Collins. Uh, very interesting one to uh, take a look at here when we get down to the end in our deliberations. Um, Antonio Freeman, another great wide receiver, played for those Green Bay Packers once again. Talking a lot about Packers teams here. They had a lot of good 86s. And he played uh, you know, with Brett Favre quite a bit, was one of Favre's favorite receivers. We talked about uh, Mr. Sharp yesterday being one of those. Well, Antonio Freeman was also... And he, uh, 1995, came with the Packers, stayed there to the 2001 season, went to Philadelphia for a year in 2002, and then back with the Packers in 2003. 
477 receptions, 7,251 yards, 15.2 yards per catch, 61 TDs, one Pro Bowl, one All-Pro, and a Super Bowl championship, Antonio Freeman. And um, another one we're going to probably have to put on a standby on our list here. Uh, Not sure where we'll go here with those, but uh, another great player. Uh, Cedric Hardman. Uh, There's a name from the past that I'm sure many of you will remember. Cedric was a defensive end that played with the San Francisco 49ers from 1970 to 1979 and then played two years with Oakland, went across the Bay 1980-1981. The Pro Football Reference says that uh, Cedric Hardman had 122.5 sacks in his career, were the 86's entire career, two Pro Bowls, one-time Super Bowl champion, and uh, wow, just a great time. You know, Oakland Raiders was where he won that Super Bowl championship with. But what a great player Cedric Hardman is, too. He's uh, another one that's going to make these choices very difficult as we get down to our deliberations here at the end. But before we go any further, let's take a break and hear from one of our sponsors. Hey. Are you ready for some football? Some fantasy football? How about some daily fantasy football? Silly questions, right? Of course you are. You're ready to talk some smack and win some cash every Sunday, and Thursday, and Monday, and whenever there's football games. The Sports History Network invites you to play your daily fantasy football this season at thrivefantasy.com. Thrive Fantasy offers hundreds of thousands, millions in cash every day on NBA, MLB, PGA, golf, cricket, esports, and of course, NFL football. And just to get the 2021 NFL season started right, Thrive Fantasy is holding its $100,000 guaranteed contest with a $20,000 first prize. Sign up with Thrive Fantasy today to get a 100% match bonus on your first deposit for up to $100 in free daily fantasy football play. Visit sportshistorynetwork.com slash thrive. That's T-H-R-I-V-E. Or enter promo code SHN when depositing at the cashier. Join Thrive Fantasy today, earn cash prizes, and support great shows like this at the Sports History Network. Now that's a win-win-win situation for you to kick off your own NFL season. Our next great player that wore 86, well, that's Verlon Biggs, who wore 86 for 10 seasons. And he played football in the NFL for the great franchise that is found in a big apple, the New York Jets. 1965, he came in with the Jets in the AFL. Played with the Jets all the way through the 1970 season, so he played in that Super Bowl three game and then was a Washington Redskin from 71 through 74, and he retired after that. So six years as a Jet, four with the Washington Redskins, three Pro Bowls, Super Bowl championship, as we said, Super Bowl three, and AFL championship also with the Jets. Uh, he, uh, as the defensive end position, had 90 and a half sacks. Uh, uh, of course, you know, we talked to John Turney in the Jersey number 85s, and John Turney and Nick Webster came up with those great stats uh, prior to 1982, all the way back into the 60s. And uh, that's where we're getting this total from, is pro football reference. So we were, uh, John Turney and Nick Webster have uh, their uh, findings 
posted on their 90 and a half sacks for Vernon Briggs and uh, great player and I uh, think we're going to put him on standby too just all these great players to talk about our next one we're going to talk about is Jake Reed who wore the 86 for 12 seasons as a member of the Minnesota Vikings for most of that career uh, 10 years with the Vikings uh, 1991 was his rookie year and then two years sort of scattered around near the end of his career with the New Orleans Saints and you know this man had a great career too Uh, Did not have any Pro Bowls or all Pro Seasons, but 450 receptions, just under 7,000 yards receiving, 15.6 yards per catch, 36 touchdowns for Jake Reed, and a great player. Not sure if he's going to make it uh, without having the the hardware and brass that uh, these other guys too. But how how about taking a look at uh, Earl Fison? Earl Fison was another defensive end, 31 sacks in his career, Five Pro Bowls, four All-Pros, an AFL championship. Uh, San Diego Chargers was his team for six years uh, from 1961 through the 1965 season and uh, a little bit of 66. And then he went and played for the Miami Dolphins in the rest of that 66 season. And, you know, pretty good numbers there. Five Pro Bowls in the AFL. Um, Not sure if he will make it on our list, but... uh, Again, his six seasons wearing that number 86 uh, jersey. Gerald Irons, he wore that jersey for 10 seasons. Uh, unbelievable career for Gerald Irons. Uh, he came in with the Oakland Raiders in 1970, played with them for six years, and then his last four years were with the Cleveland Browns, retiring after the 1979 season. And another linebacker, 15 sacks in his career, uh, 135 games, no Pro Bowls, no All Pros, but Gerald Irons is one that uh, we definitely remember. How about Marty Booker? How many remember that name? The great uh, Marty Booker. And he just uh, had a great career to himself. A wide receiver position, 539 receptions, 6,703 yards, 12.4 yards per catch, 37 touchdowns, and a Pro Bowl to boot. Uh, played uh, for a variety of different teams. Chicago Bears for six years. Miami Dolphins for four years. Uh, came in the league in 1999 with uh, the Bears. Final year in 2009 with the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, just uh, some great uh, ball that was played by uh, Marty Booker. And, uh, we'll th- you know, I'm not sure if he will make our list, but uh, still a very substantial player, uh, just like Marlon McKeever was. You know, Marlon, he wore that jersey for 12 seasons as well, and uh, for 86. And Marlon, well, he was another uh, linebacker and a tight end, played a two-way player. 1961, he came in with the Rams and played with them all the way to 66, and then one year with Minnesota in 1967, uh, uh, three years with the Washington Redskins, and a final year as a Philadelphia Eagle in 1973. And you know, for his career, he started 133. I'm sorry, 162 games he played in, 133 receptions tight end position, 1,700 yards, 13.1 yards per catch, six TDs, and just uh, one a Pro Bowl uh, during his career too. Uh, not sure that that will get him in, but we definitely want to mention these guys that had some great um, contributions and were very significant. Uh, Todd Heap is another one that's in that that category. Uh, Todd Heap, you know, the great tight end, playing most of his career with the Baltimore Ravens and a fine 
final two years, 2011-2012, with the Arizona Cardinals. But uh, just under shy of 500 receptions, uh, 5,869 yards, uh, 42 touchdowns, two Pro Bowls for Todd Heap. He got the injury bug there for a little bit with Baltimore a couple different seasons. Had some really uh, very unfortunate timings of his uh, injuries and uh, prevented him from having so much more. Had all the potential in the world, and it's uh, too bad that he did not get to show us what he could do. Uh, Darnay Scott, another great number 86 in history. And Darnay, he wore the jersey for eight seasons. Um, Cincinnati Bengals uh, for seven of those years. The Dallas Cowboys was his final year, 2002. 94, he came in with the Bengals, a rookie year. Uh, no Pro Bowls, no All Pros. Um, but he did have 408 receptions and 37 touchdowns during that uh, brilliant career for Darnay Scott. And uh, Dennis Northcutt, Northcutt, you know, another uh player that's uh, coming up wearing that number 86 and we remember him for a variety of different teams uh, in playing in the NFL as a wide receiver and he played with the Cleveland Browns uh, for seven seasons 2000 through 2006 and it was a Jacksonville Jaguar 2007-2008 Detroit Lions had them on their roster 2009 and no Pro Bowls for him but were 86 his entire career Uh, 399 receptions 18 touchdowns during his career. Uh, the great uh, Dennis Northcutt, uh, very much remembered. How about Zach Ertz, who's still playing right now at the tight end position? A brilliant player, great blocker, great set of hands, uh, quarterback's best friend. Philadelphia Eagles from 2013, still playing with them. And he, in his career so far, 561 receptions, just over 6,000 yards, 36 touchdowns. And uh, three Pro Bowls and a Super Bowl championship, uh, you know, with that part of that Philly special team that had nine seasons so far wearing the number 86. And he's got a good chance of getting on our, our list here. Um, you know, I, I think maybe we have some enough players here to go through and uh, take a look and see if we can deliberate and get a uh, top 10 list here. So we already said that uh, Buck Buchanan, the Hall of Famer, he's on. Uh, we have said Heinz Ward, who's not in the Hall of Fame yet, he's on. Stanley Morgan, not yet in the Hall of Fame, he's on. Well, I'm going to put uh, one of our hall, other Hall of Famers in, Dante Lavelli. He's going to go on as our fourth selection. I think we're going to put Boyd Dowler on as our fifth selection. Gary Collins as our sixth. I'm going to put Zach Ertz at number seven. Uh, Antonio Freeman at number eight. Uh, number nine, I'm going to put Verlin Biggs as our ninth. And our final spot, well, I think that is going to belong to uh, Mr. Cedric Har- uh, Hardman, uh, number 10 on our list of our top 10. And boy, what a great uh, list of players we have once again. Jersey number 86. Uh, if you have any complaints, comments, or feedback, please email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com. We'll be sure to take anything you say under consideration. I'll answer each and every uh, email myself. And uh, we might have a future podcast if you uh, bring up some good evidence why you think a player should be on or not be on the list that we discussed today for these jersey number 86s or any of the jersey numbers uh, please feel free to talk to us uh, we're here to listen and uh, we really appreciate all of you that have uh, emailed us in or contact us over social media you know again social media we're at pigskin dispatch on twitter pigskin dispatch page on facebook sportshistorynetwork.com we, we are one of 23 great podcasters on there and of course if you love football go to the pigskindispatch.com we have a great 
uh, amount of content on the game of American football and Canadian football in there. So a lot of history on there. The, that great search engine we have, uh, search box powered by Earl to go, uh, brings up a lot of different results. We're making it be- bigger and better all the time and adding content each and every day. Uh, you'll always find one or two new articles and podcasts on each and every day on pigskindispatch.com. So until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. That's all the football history we have today, folks. Join us back tomorrow for more of your football history. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast. <laughs>